Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We thought you might need something to listen to in the car on the way to Christmas dinner. So we made a brand new episode today. A conversation with a man who's working to get more people in the state of Tennessee outside and give us all more access to outdoor spaces. We talked to Noel Durant. He's the Tennessee State Director of the Trust for Public Land. What's, I think, most special about the work of parks and public space is we often take these places for granted and don't really think about how integral they can be to our physical and emotional and overall community health. This is Tomorrowtown, Tennessee. You have an interesting job. I think anyone who, who, so many of us, right, like to get outside on the trails and, uh, you know, so much outdoor things to do in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, from the river to, we have river, we have a river and mountains, you know, not a lot of places have both, you know, we, we have both, but we're, we're pretty, pretty fortunate here, but I'm certain the job is a lot more complex than anybody who doesn't do it realizes. <laughs> can, can you just explain kind of what, what the job is, what, what the day-to-day looks like for you? Yeah. So Trust for Public Land, we're a national conservation nonprofit. We've got 350 employees across the country, 30 field offices, and we are focused on connecting everyone to the outdoors through acquiring land, helping municipalities and local governments build parks and trees trails and schoolyards with school districts. So our day-to-day is pretty complicated because you have to figure out how you're going to navigate alongside a government entity whose their main focus, if you were to talk to just a, a regular local government employee, do they wake up every day and think about how, how I create parks? Absolutely. The department heads are amazing and the staff within the park systems, they are fantastic. They're our closest partners. Um, but it's a, it's just an interesting dynamic where you're on the outside and how do you build a partnership and strategic alignment with an entity? We, we don't own what we do. Right. It's ultimately owned by the people, owned by the city of Chattanooga or Hamilton County, the state of Tennessee, the Cherokee National Forest. So we have to really think about our role, how we communicate clearly the benefit of a partnership communicate with residents what we're doing uh, so that it, when we finish a project, the community's stronger, the infrastructure is well cared for and maintained. So it's a it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. And I know yeah. that you've been involved with a lot of, you said you've been in the job for about two years now, mm-hmm. and you've been involved with several big projects. Uh, you expanded the, the South Chick Greenway mm-hmm. and part of that. You got a, a, a partnership with Red Bank in Hamilton County. You're, you're working on um, 
and you explain further about this, about playgrounds and school properties and trying to figure out how to how to make better use of those things. Uh, that's a very that's just your local, your state director. That's just the things here in, <laughs> yep. in, in our town, more or less yep. county, I guess, more or yep. less. Uh, um, that's a lot of different things to to, you know, most of us work on projects at a time. That's a lot of different projects. How, how do you how do you uh, <laughs> see that? How do you keep everything in, in focus? That kind of thing. Yeah, well, thankfully, we have a, an amazing team, a team locally, the mm -hmm. Tennessee, the Tennessee office. We, we're small. We're, we have six people that work here and we are based in Chattanooga um, and we've got some amazing program direction with staff. So I don't have to wake up every day and think of, okay, how many emails do I need to send for the schoolyard project or how do I advance this real estate transaction? We've got professionals, park design professionals, real estate professionals, social practitioners within our team here. And then also we, we can rely on our, a really amazing team nationwide. So we've got leading experts in, in the work of, of community and how parks and health work, how parks can make communities more resilient to a changing climate. We've got GIS staff who do all of our mapping work. We've got this amazing team that span the country. And so when, when I wake up every day, I don't have to feel like the weight's all on me. Right, <laughs> right, right. But yeah. We, we are organizing our work along programmatic lines so that ideally when we move forward in advancing the goals of the Tennessee program in this area, we've got clear lines of delineation of here are the real estate work, here's our point of contact who's advancing the, the, the work acquiring property, here are the park planning efforts and the schoolyards work, and we've got a program director who's focused on that. And then here's the social side and how are we thinking about our community partners? How are we investing in neighborhoods, investing in those organizations that will be there after we finish our work? Um, so that's that's how we try to make it through the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, um, when you do a show like this, right? right like our audience is, uh, we do a lot of local government conversations. Uh, we do some, uh, uh, talks with different veterans and veterans groups, something mm -hmm. that we, we talk to, well, you know, a lot of local Chattanooga folks, you mm -hmm. know, what, what, what do you want the general public in that realm to understand about what you're doing and, and what they uh, maybe could benefit from if they understood more about what you're yeah. doing? I think what would be, what's I think most special about the work of parks and public space is we often take these places for granted. Mm -hmm and don't really think about how integral they can be to our physical and emotional and overall community health. And so I think what we'd love for more, more local Chattanoogans and Hamilton County residents and even residents in just in the region uh, to take away is parks and trails can be a vehicle towards your greater greater narrative of where you want to go as a community. When you integrate parks and trails and open space into land use planning, you create places where you get to know your neighbor. You play, create places where your kids and your family can gather and get to know the place, get to know what it means to live in the Tennessee Valley, what the seasons look like, what lives in the river, what lives on the, you know, what kind of tr trees we have here. And as more people get to know a place that with that kind of intimacy, it means there's a 
greater reservoir for us to think more creatively around how we address challenges that might come up, how we think about the intersection between schools and park access. And it requires more people knowing the benefits that come with having close to home access to nature. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. What we, we live in such a unique place in Chattanooga. We, when my, my wife and I moved here, we lived closer to the downtown area. And in the last year plus, we've moved further out in the county. And we actually had closer access to, you know, look out and signal and these, these places. When you live in downtown, which is rare places, most places yeah. you have to drive further away. We're actually further away from some of the outdoor places. It, it's <laughs> like we have almost, uh, we have just so many options here. There's so many great places to go. Yep, it's so true. I mean, we have 75 trailheads within the city limits. Mm. And so much of that outdoor access is proximal to downtown. And right now we're supporting Hamilton County parks and recreation in the Hamilton County comprehensive planning process. So we're exploring what are, where are there gaps in recreation access in unincorporated Hamilton County? And it's been really fascinating to kind of think about access to nature in a more auto dependent and rapidly changing part hmm. of the region. I mean, the growth is happening so fast in yes. places. Folks are like, whoa, we're, we're, we're kind of losing these opportunities. How do we think more critically around what what it means to protect a piece of property for uh, sort of the scenic character of you know formerly agricultural parts of Hamilton County right. have a glimpse of what it was what it looked like to live in in East Hamilton County 25 years ago. It's an interesting dynamic, an interesting time for us, and we're entering our 30th year in Tennessee, uh, 30th year in contract in relationship with the city of Chattanooga. Uh, and so we're starting to think about, okay, what's, what does it look like 30 years from now? I mean, 30 years ago, Chattanooga was a very different place. Right. Um, and the, the narrative arc of public lands have been featured prominently in the city's renaissance. How do we think about further evolution of these ideas? What it means to think of a more connected region with trails, with better park access and how that can shape the the growth of our region there is so much history here there's mm -hmm. so much um you know beautiful spaces here but you're right if there aren't people thinking about uh what comes next uh, what what sh what should we develop which what should we leave alone you know th those are conversations i don't think everyone thinks about day to day but they're important conversations to have they are and i think there's a there's a, I think it's a myth that conservation and development are zero sum. Hmm. And it's not. Ideally, if you're doing this, we know across the country and locally that many of the, mo the folks who are most passionate advocates for public space are folks working in the real estate world. They see the benefit. They know people want access to nature, but they need a framework to build around. Yeah. They need to know that this is something that that is wanted by the community and that there's space in the planning effort to fit it in. So I think that's really important for us. I mean, we do not, we don't, you won't hear a trust for public land coming out in a planning commission meeting saying, we're against this. Mm -hmm. That's not how we operate. We work with willing landowners, uh, willing municipal partnerships, and we think that 
when you incorporate public space into a comprehensive planning effort, into uh, into the growth of the community, everybody wins. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm, I'm glad you, you, you said that because that's something I think, yeah, if you see someone building something, it doesn't necessarily mean that you know, you'll lose the character and you'll lose the, the, the richness of that land, you know, just because there's something new there necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And in and, and some parts of the region, there are, when you have such an economic magnet like the city of Chattanooga, mm -hmm. some of these small rural you know, towns have kind of faded away because everyone is heading into Chattanooga. So there's not an economic engine in these small communities. And if you look across the country at some of the, the rail projects like the Virginia Creeper or the Swamp Rabbit Trail in, in Greenville, South Carolina, there's an opportunity for a second life for some of these small rural communities where you can frame how that community grows again right, and how it flourishes again around public space as well as around the affinity for the scenic character that surrounds that. So there's a chance for economic growth, there's a chance for resource protection, there's a chance for outdoor recreation to all work in concert, but it requires a lot of, a lot of trust, a lot of shared learning, mm -hmm. uh, and it requires a lot, of, a lot of political momentum and will uh, to tackle some of these things. Because it's, it's not a, oh, this is a great idea and next year it comes to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these things can take decades. Yeah. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The point you made about the Virginia Creeper Trails is interesting because uh, my wife is a is a trail runner, pretty good at it, and and I, I like to get around on dirt a little bit, you know, <laughs> and whatnot. And we have run some, you know, races on that on that property, right? And you start. White Top Mountain is what it's called, right? And it's kind of like it's a mountain. You run down the mountain, and then you run into uh, what is Damascus, right? And it's and it's a kind of a historical kind of a place. And then you run through what's basically just fields and farm kind of area. Mm -hmm. And then you run to Abingdon, where it's like you know, it's a, it's a town, right? And mm -hmm. so yeah, it's like one of those things of like just because one one part of that is developed and one part of that feels much more probably like the same way it looked fifty years ago. I think that there's there's a lot to be said there about taking something old and repurposing it, and what parts do you leave, and what parts do you develop, and, and those those kind of, those are fascinating uh, conversations to have and ways to, ways to think about, you know, how you grow. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the 
the magic that gets me up every morning mm -hmm. is thinking about the opportunities ahead um, to have a community re-envision its relationship to nature, its relationship to one another, and to do that through something that is so tangible. Mm -hmm. I mean, one day you might not see, like, great example, the South Chickamauga Creek Greenway. Mm -hmm. And walking some of the corridor before the greenway was there is like, I don't know. I don't know if this is really going to work. <laughs> it might not work out. But then when you come back and the greenway is there and all of a sudden there's a through line, it just creates this um, uh, immense change, especially right. some of the parts of Chattanooga that have been reconnected to the rest of the city that have been isolated. It's pretty, it's pretty special. It's an interesting place to see parts of the city that you may not see otherwise. Mm -hmm. You're running through the backs of neighborhoods and places yep. that probably once were way more wooded than you would have ever found if you yeah. didn't run on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's yep. a lot, I mean, it's a great way to see the city. It is, yeah. it is. And, and thinking about some of our, um, I mean, the Greenway is a great example of this sort of uh, hidden part of, wild part of the city of Chattanooga mm -hmm. within the city limits. And then some of our other work is almost the opposite. It's you. You think of, you think of the urban core of the city. There's not these large green natural areas, and how do you think creatively to create these oases of green? And I think our our recent effort on the schoolyards has been pretty cool to explore that that facet. Explain that. What are you trying to yeah. do with the schoolyards? Is that is that in Hamilton County and the city? How does that work? Yes. Both. So it's, it is both. Gotcha. Thankfully, we have wonderful partnerships with both. So with the city of Chattanooga, we have an agreement in place that we help support creating new park access. And one of the elements that we have brought to our relationship is nationally, the Trust for Public Land has been leading a movement to create community schoolyards, which are student design, community informed neighborhood parks that are built on school campuses. It started in New York City. You can't just go out and buy a green field in Manhattan. You don't have that luxury. So they started repurposing what were asphalt parking lots, which was where kids played for mm -hmm. recess. They would pull up the asphalt, come and, and put stormwater infrastructure. And so most of the funding came through stormwater funding to create these neighborhood accessible parks. And um, we've created over 200 in New York City, Philadelphia, now Atlanta. And Chattanooga is our first demonstration site in Tennessee to take that same concept. Uh, and in Chattanooga, it's different. We don't yeah. have, we're not Manhattan, but we, what we do have is we have large unprogrammed spaces on our school campuses. And how can those spaces be better designed to support the school's needs for outdoor learning, uh, community's needs for park access, um, and do that in concert with one another pretty economically because mm -hmm. you don't have to go buy the land. The land is already in public ownership. Some of the park infrastructure is already there because mm -hmm. many, especially if you're doing these with uh, elementary schools, they have a playground. Um, so for a, a fraction of what a new neighborhood park might cost, you're able to create a space that is really integrated into the neighborhood. And I think that's um, something that's been so motivating with the schoolyards program is seeing the strategic alignment with uh, with the mayor's one Chattanooga plan around creating park access where it's needed most, creating a singular Chattanooga experience. Um, Hamilton County schools, their focus on community schools, reintegrating schools into the neighborhood fabric or where they are. So it's been really inspiring to see the intersection there. 
And being a nonprofit partner, we have a little more flexibility. So we're able to, and we're grateful, the city of Chattanooga is bringing the capital funding to build the space and private philanthropy is funding the design development, the curriculum work, the time mm -hmm. it takes to create all of the design, all of the planning. So it's a wonderful wedding of private, private enterprise and public funding. Yeah, it makes sense. It really does. And it seems like that's like it's on one hand, your job is to develop things, not develop really, but, but, you know, create, say the South check, create, create mm -hmm. a, a, a path through places that aren't developed versus this, which is something that is developed. How do we get more nature and this yeah. thing that has been developed, yeah. which is two different directions. Let me ask you this on that. How, how challenging has that been for you as far as like when you're dealing with schools, like you said, you're dealing with uh, municipalities, you're dealing with school boards, you got different mm -hmm. school leadership. I mean, how, how complicated is that process? I mean, it can get complicated. Yeah. And I think the what's really helpful for, for me and, and my team is to be thinking about this. These are lasting investments. So let's take the time. Mm -hmm. Let's take the time to build the rapport, build the relationship bring our, our new potential partners on a field trip to Atlanta to see a community schoolyard, to see get to have school leaders from Chattanooga go meet school leaders from Atlanta that have done the schoolyards program. And so I think that the way that we approach this is incremental. It's not that we come in and say, we've got this great idea, let's go turn dirt tomorrow. Right. Um, and so we, we kind of think of this in the long-term lens of, these are gonna be lasting civic investments. Let's make sure we, we take the time to bring, uh, bring a shared understanding to the work and not just try to say, we know best and let's go do it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But so much of that is, you know, like a lot, of, a lot of things in our world, right? Someone had to have the vision of what that could be. And then when you go and you pitch it to someone, you gotta try to explain that vision that they, even if they can't see it, right? <laughs> yep. Um, but you know, I think that's where, you know, in anything great starts, you gotta have a, an idea of, of what we could do with it. Yeah. It's so interesting over the, the course of history for the Tennessee office. So many times you go into an initial conversation with the landowner saying, mm -hmm. there's this idea of a trail I mean, back when the river walk was an idea, I mean, you've got big, heavy industry right along the river. They've got sensitive sites like they're like well how is this going to work with with public safety we're able to work we've worked with all sorts of industries to create public access and the thing that is so inspiring is usually once we finish and we put up the control access fence probably the next conversation is can we put a gate in <laughs> our employees really want yeah. to use this and so that's been been pretty cool as well as sort of the uh the process of what it looks like to be building relationships and building something that, I mean, what it brings joy. Right. Being outdoors is a joyful experience, uh, and getting to think about that work in neighborhoods that lack park access, or creating new trails, or working with community partners mm -hmm. who who are going to be there, who will, are, are investing, they're, they are of that neighborhood. That really is pretty inspiring. Yeah, before we started rolling, you, you mentioned the partnerships with like Red Bank and, and Hamilton mm -hmm. County and and 
you know, the work. I mean, clearly, any, any relationship you have is work. Mm-hmm. You, you got to show up. You, <laughs> you got to, you know, be open-minded. You, you know, those kind of mm-hmm. things. So, t- tell me a little bit about that, what that process has been like to work with um, the different uh, groups of leaders and leadership groups uh, yeah. around the area. I, it's really, it's fascinating mm-hmm. to, to work with different scale municipalities and local governments. I mean, we've had a, and, and also with new partners. So we've worked alongside the city of Chattanooga through seven mayoral administrations, mm. not myself personally, right. but the organization. So there's like this real strong institutional relationship that spans beyond individual staff people. Thinking about uh, our relationship with the city of Red Bank, as Red Bank has really grown and as there's more pressure there, as they're thinking about, and, and there's a growing uh, public interest in more park and trail assets within the city of Red Bank. It's been really wonderful to get to work alongside a city as it grows Mm -hmm. its capacity. I mean, they've hired their first parks professional. They have a capital planner on their team. They have a a planning director. And these are all positions that have recently been uh, brought in. So it's really cool to be in that space, working with folks who are are learning alongside and sort of figuring out a path forward. And I think with Hamilton County, it's really exciting to be a part of a comprehensive planning process, to be thinking big picture and, and know that there's, there's a lot of interest from county leadership, from county staff that are saying, hey, let's wake up and figure out what it's gonna take to create regional trail connections, to think about if we need new parks, mm-hmm. let's go figure out where we need to acquire the land now to make sure we're, we're planning for, for a, a Hamilton County 30 years in the future. Yeah, well, no, it's, it's interesting stuff. It really is. We could probably talk all day, but uh, tell me if someone's listening to this and they want to learn more, is there a good place they can go uh, to, to learn more about, about what you do, about, you know, just just outdoor spaces across the area, those kind of, those kind of ideas? What, what can, where can people go? Yeah, uh, our website, tpl.org. You can click where we work. There's a Tennessee yeah. landing page. It showcases all the work that we have here. Um, and I also will make a plug for <clears throat> both Hamilton County Parks and Recreation, uh, City uh, Department of Parks and Outdoors, and City of Red Bank Parks. Those are great local resources if you live in Red Bank and, or in Chattanooga or in Hamilton County to explore. And we're, we're grateful to be, um, to be at this for 30 years. And, and, and hopefully, if we keep doing our jobs well enough for the next 30. Great stuff. Noel Durant, thanks for your time. I appreciate Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much, Josh. Yeah. Thanks again to Noel Durant for joining us on the show today. And look for our final episode of the year coming up late next week. A fascinating history lesson from the Civil War on the very first in history and possibly the next Medal of Honor recipients. It's going to be a good one. On. Tomorrowtown, Tennessee. This podcast is a production of News Channel 9. Fox Chattanooga, and Sinclair Broadcast Group Chattanooga. We hope you join us again real soon. Oh, and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays.